Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hey everybody, and welcome to another edition of Craft Brood Sports. I am Mike. With me, as always, is Scott. No Joe today. Two man tripod going at it today. <laughs> Two man tripod. How's yeah. that work? Well, I mean, yeah, it's, that counts, right? <laughs> twenty twenty off to a roaring start with you. <laughs> Two people, three legged thing. Oh, okay, cool. All right. yeah. Two man tripod. Oh, okay, that's what this show is. Uh, I am. <laughs> I am Mike. Good save. Uh, <laughs> new year, new me. <laughs> no, exactly the same you, which is what they tune in for, I suppose. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Uh, I am Mike. That's Scott. Uh, Scott, you ready to tap this keg of sports knowledge? For the first time this decade? Yeah, let's go. <laughs> You pump out four. <laughs> uh, I'm just all discombobulated. You know how I get when Joe's not here, man. I it's know, all... and that, I wasn't about to let that slide, though. <laughs> a two-man tripod. Well, I mean... We're a two-man foursome. Let's do this thing. Huh? <laughs> Good times. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, shout out to everybody listening on 12 on Sports Radio, everybody that tuned into the Facebook Live broadcast. If you guys are listening on Facebook Live, hit that share button. Let everybody know how stupid we are. <laughs> Whoa, don't throw me in there. I haven't done anything yet. I'll get there, but give me a minute, man. I'm, I'm going to slow play into doing something stupid here in 2020. That's probably You good right move. out of the gates. You're like, got to get this flub in. <laughs> First one's out of the way. All right, we're ready to go. <laughs> we got an awesome show for you guys tonight. We're going to be talking about the Red Sox cheating. Uh, we'll talk a little NFL playoffs, XFL rules. I am so excited about all that. Dude, it's... I don't want to get too excited. Let me back down. But it sounds like this might make it more than one season. It <laughs> if it goes one season, it's better than some other competitions. I mean, I, you know, it just the, on on paper, we might have a an offshoot NFL thing that lasts more than one season. We'll talk about it in a minute because I got feelings about this. As I was reading through those rules, I had I had very strong feelings. Uh, I have strong feelings, but it sounds like chaos until we actually like see it on the field. That's exactly uh, that's exactly how it was though when it first started. It was like, wait, you guys aren't doing a coin toss and they're doing like the Oklahoma drill or something to like you just chase just down the run football over, and run to center that's field your coin toss. This sounds insane. And then you see it in practice. It's like, nope, yep, that was crazy. <laughs> that was exactly how crazy I thought it was going to be. Uh, did that guy die? Okay, cool. Moving on. <laughs> Uh, so we'll get into all that. Uh, we're going to talk some bowl season wrap up here. Uh, and Except for the fact that it's still going. It is really and long. We got to talk about that. I don't know why they had such a long gap. We got to talk like, about that. Why that game didn't happen Monday and be done, I have no clue. I thought it was 
That's the worst part is I swore. I was like, oh, tonight's the national championship. Like after the Monday after New Year's. And it was like, no, 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 it's next Monday. What? We got milk this as long as we can. Who scheduled that? Uh, the NCAA. Have you ever known the NCAA to make a smart move on no. anything? Yeah, exactly. That's why we're here. Exactly. Is that why we're here? No, 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 not us. I just oh, mean geez. why we're here with the situation the of collective week? next Monday. The royal week. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right, well, let's uh, let's talk about this beer that we are drinking tonight, and this is the first first pour of 2020. Brought to you as always by Dugout Mugs. We got the hookup for you guys. All you got to do just go to dugoutmugs.online/slash/craft. You get 10 percent off your entire order. Uh, basically, you can drink from a bat. It doesn't matter that it's the off season. Get yourself a baseball bat mug. I found out hot or cold liquid in this. You I'm drink- stuff in there? I've been drinking my morning coffee out of my dugout mugs bat. Really? Yes. Does it have beer flavor? Yeah, a little bit. There's okay, because I was like, I feel like the, the, the wood kind of soaks I mean, up the beer just a well, tad and, bit. And I don't really clean them that well. I mean, I clean them, but well, not Well, no, I mean, it's hard well to enough. clean is what I'm saying. Like, the reason we can consistently put beer in here, because it's like, well, <laughs> one beer, you know, isn't going to taint another beer necessarily from just washing. But I could only imagine putting coffee in here, some type of That's hot fine. liquid that then sucks <laughs> sucks the beer flavor out of the bat. Like, I, also mm. put, I also put whiskey in my coffee, so it covers the beer taste. I was going to follow it up and say, you probably put booze in your, <laughs> your coffee anyway, so it's nothing new for you new year new me (laughs) (laughs) definitely the exact same you on that one use that code or use that link i'm sorry uh dugoutmugs.online slash craft get 10 percent off your order this week we are drinking for the first beer of uh this new decade we have montfort uh, by mumford brewing in los angeles california this might be our first la brewery that we've done Really? Yeah, I don't think we've done anything from L.A. Hmm. I feel like L.A. isn't really known for their breweries. Well, you don't really you hear about that, it. I thought, well, how many breweries are in L.A.? There's a lot outside of L.A. and sure. like surrounding L.A., but this Not is like city L.A. proper. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but this is a 9% ABV beer, and the reason why we got it is because it is a New England-style double IPA. Also something you don't see very often. No. Normally, you see double IPA, you see New England-style, New England-style double IPA, Sign me up on board. Like, it's, uh, that sold it to me. And then we saw the description from Tavor, and this is what Tavor had to say. Quote, it tastes like those strawberry hard candies you buy in the bulk bins, but more complex with notes of ripe mango, sweet evergreen, and passion fruit. 4.1 caps on untapped. Um, I'm glad that they went on to say more complex, because if they <laughs> stopped there, we're like... It tastes like your grandma's strawberry hard candies. I don't think that's pushing too many beers out the door. I mean, I enjoyed them as a child, but it's a one-note flavor of sugar, and there's nothing strawberry about it. So if they stop right there, they're like, no, 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 wait. But it gets it gets more complex than that. That's just a starting point. You know how, like, grandma would shut you up in church and give you that candy with the, the hair on it? That's kind of what this tastes like. <laughs> Only without the hair part, uh, and better. It's better. Yeah, yeah, it's not not like that. It just starts that way. Reminiscent of. (laughs) It'll remind you of. But man, first sips, this is good. And it does does have that familiar, that that strawberry hard candy taste. Not not overpowering and nothing that you'd like, but when somebody you know when they point it out in the description you're like yeah all right i taste it there that's that. <laughs> right right yeah. uh, <laughs> robert taylor chime in saying my grandma had butterscotch your grandma was weird <laughs> well my grandma had butterscotch too I mean, yeah but it, it, but it, it was that it was that candy dish of random things and it that didn't looked, have names on and it. it looked like the strawberry it was the yeah, green it was the wrapped, green wrapper yeah, that had like wrapped yep. in a strawberry yep. right. but none of those I, I have no idea what those are called 
Like, um, it, it was the, the candy dish was the nameless candy. Because yeah. the butterscotches were just wrapped in the, the, the yellow... It was, go get yourself a candy, sweetie. That's yeah. what, they didn't have a name. It was just candy. <laughs> Except for, the, the, there was that dish, and then there was Grandma's Werther's dish. <laughs> Grandma had two. There was one, one on the coffee table that just had the randos, and then there was the Werther's dish. And I loved hitting up the Werther's dish. That was the name candy. That was the one you put out for the, the fancy company. Grandkids just had, you know, here's this mixed bag. <laughs> Eat that. Uh, well, we will see how Montfort holds up, whether it, it falls to the nameless candy dish side or the or fancy Elevates to Werther's, Werther's side. <laughs> it is good, though. It's really good. It this is. Been, good start. This has been First Pour brought to you, as always, by Dugout Mugs. Shout out Dugout Mugs for that one. Uh, all right. So we're just going to be upfront and honest here, everybody. This show's weird today. We're, we're not doing questions. We're not doing upper deck. Like yeah. it's just we're getting into it because well, there's and, so much to I was get to. Say we've had two weeks off and there's just a lot to cram in. No Joe, and we thought we'll just talk. Just roll with you it. guys. Chime in in the chat as always. Tweet at us. Call the drunk line and leave a voicemail that we won't get to until <laughs> next show. Do whatever you got to do uh, to be part of the I show. I might be able to get. I might be able to get a voicemail going. Right, if you want to call and leave a voicemail, we'll give. We, I mean, we, we haven't done that in a long time. We'll see. How I know much that's what. As I, I started to say, I was like, wait a minute. When was the last time we actually took a live call? I don't know. You've, you've been away for two weeks. You're like, call into the show. We don't care. Like, hey, hey man, uh, technologically, that might not work. But if you are listening on 12 on Sports Radio, you can text us, 44037-DRUNK, if you don't feel like calling and uh, potentially. I feel like, we're, don't call. <laughs> Just don't call right now. <laughs> text one of us on the, the, you've got our numbers. You know us. <laughs> text us on our private lines. We'll, we'll get to you. <laughs> there is just a whole conversation going on in the chat about hard candy. Yeah. Like, Grandma this, hard candy. This is why I love this show. I looked at the chat and I'm like, and I've spun this into everybody talking about the candy that their grandparents had. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> love our listeners. Uh, Jessica had penny candy. Grandpa specifically had Werther's and black jelly beans. Ugh. Ugh. The worst. Oh, that's because, you know what? That I feel like I know what this is about because as I've had kids and I'm starting to grow, I'm starting to learn that you have to like things that they don't like so yes. that you get to keep it. So yes. grandpa, Jessica's grandpa hated black jelly beans. He never liked them. But then all the kids were like, oh, can I have a jelly bean? Oh, you got jelly, can I have a jelly bean? So all he did was he took all the black ones because everybody was like, oh, never mind, grandpa. And he's like, good, all for me. <laughs> no, it, it's, it's absolutely true. And I, I think I even said this over the break. I can't remember what it was. But Jordan asked for something, and then I, I said to the wife, no, he can't start liking that. It was nobody liked that but me. It was the one <laughs> thing I don't have to share. Uh, you know, the kids aren't supposed to start liking that because now I've got to worry about them eating it. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's definitely how that goes. It's like that was the one thing I had in this house that I, I could you know, go back in there and it'd be like, ah, just as much as I left. <laughs> No. Oh, kids. Awful. <laughs> They're the worst. Did you guys have a good Christmas? Did. It was, you know, over faster than I could blink, but, you know. Santa you, came and went. And did your kids, like, tweak out on Christmas to the point where you're like, who are these children and where do they come from? Because no. my kids, I'm like, uh, these aren't my kids. That reminds me. These children came into the room. We did the whole, I'm not ready to get up yet. Go, go back to bed. And then I thought. I woke back up a few minutes later and was like, huh, they're gone. They've been gone for a while and I don't hear anything. I should really go downstairs and check <laughs> on them. they open it? They started Christmas without <laughs> us. 
I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. So that's how Christmas started. I was like, guys, daddy doesn't want to yell at you. It's Christmas. I need you to slow down a minute. Let me get mommy. Uh, luckily, they hadn't opened anything that wasn't theirs. But also, Jordan's now old enough to hit me with the, uh, are there any more gifts for me to open? I'm like, mm-hmm. really? Santa kind of <laughs> yeah. did a lot, bro. You need to not be like that because daddy doesn't really want to uh, get real with you. You're about to have me ruin the whole spirit of Christmas right here and tell you that you need to be grateful. But how about you besides the psychotic children yeah i mean the kids were great we we just got to chill at home and then we went up to youngstown last weekend got to spend the time with uh, the family up there uh before new year so it was a good time it was it was a weird break i missed being behind the microphones and absolutely screwing everything up in terms of my takes so it's, it feels good <laughs> to be back down here talking to you man uh all right let's talk uh wait before we get on, let's let's just yeah. go with that the whole christmas thing yeah. Before we, we get oh, away right. from Christmas. Oh, right. That's right. You, you, have, you have a rabbit hole that you wanted to go down. Yeah. And, and I've always – I've thought this for years, and I kind of always – when people say something, I, I bite my tongue. But so you, you posted the other day the, the poop game in, in the Facebook Which, group. Okay. Yeah. If, and if you're not in the Craft Root Sports Facebook group, go look it up. Uh, just search for Craft Root Sports. Join the group. Uh, there is tons of memes, a lot of crap talking in between, and it is a, a really good time. But, yes, I posted a video that somebody had shared where – it's a game that you press a plunger and then you hit a toilet handle and you try to catch a, a poop that flies out of the toilet. And I was like, why? First of all, this is amazing. So let me share this into the group. And I said, if anybody's looking for a, a late Christmas present for me, I, here's an idea for you. That was where I, I had my, my rabbit hole moment because you said late Christmas present. And, and this came up a, a lot with the kids because, you know, now the kids are – Oh, so when's Christmas again? Or you know, like you know, they're already asking about it. And I find myself after the first of the year, I'm like trying to explain to him, like, well, Christmas is over, but it it happens later this year because this is this is New Year. And so, what I wanted to ask you oh, is, is, how it... long is it to where you say, well, Christmas is this year? Versus you said, if you're looking for a late Christmas present. Is it a late Christmas present or, a or very is it a early very Christmas. early Christmas present? And to double down on that, yesterday, my sister-in-law's, one of her Christmas presents showed up late. We didn't get it until yesterday. And I said to my wife, hey, I mean, we still got her backup stuff for Christmas. Like, she's still in. She doesn't know about those, right? Can we hold that for this Christmas or Save her it. birthday? Like, Save it. Is, it. Yep. is it? Is it? She's like, no, we can't do that. I'm like, well, why not? I mean, she... She's not deprived of it, and <laughs> Christmas is over. So I mean, it just be early. Like we could, we've already got this started. We've already got the Christmas shopping season. So I'm like, how does everybody feel about like what's the statute of limitations of saying like Christmas is over and like with the year switch? It's all kind of weird. It is super weird. I honestly, have, I've always struggled with. I've it. never been high enough to think about this. <laughs> like. <laughs> That was the other thing. I was like, man, somebody's going to say, were you high when you were thinking of this? And no, I, I've thought about this every year. It, there's another thing where um, with, with people saying, like, how long people say Happy New Year? Like, what's the cutoff for people, like, telling you Happy New Year? Where you're just like, well, that was weird. It's, you know, the, the month's X amount of days or Okay, whatever. so I'm going to I'm gonna go with the Dan Snyder rule here. And oh, you God, get... if you're going with rules that Dan Snyder made, this is... Where's this you going? get you get a month and a half to wish somebody a happy holiday. So 
he wished everybody a happy Thanksgiving when he announced Ron Rivera on January 2nd or 3rd or whatever. He started his press conference by being like, uh, first off, happy Thanksgiving, and then, <laughs> then went into his press conference. So that's what I'm going to say. Yeah, it's you can say Merry Christmas until March. <laughs> I'm going to pass on that. <laughs> I can't believe you missed that. that I didn't was, see that. Oh, that was my favorite thing that happened. It was so awkward. Just that, like, I was like, did he just mess up? Did he, did he mean to say Happy New Year and instead he said Happy Thanksgiving? That's Were they really talking weird. about Thanksgiving and it got in his head? How did this happen? Or, I have so many questions. Or if you're me. Was he just really excited for the Thanksgiving that's coming up at the end of this year? He's he's way ahead of the game. It's like, you see Christmas trees out in August now. What if he is like, man, you know what? I love Thanksgiving. So I'm going to start wishing people happy Thanksgiving in January. I'm, I'm putting my thankful stuff out now. It's like, I got the, the, the cornucopia on the table right now. I, you know, I mean, if that's how he rolls. Uh, Corey says kind of the same thing. He says, my kid won't let us take the tree down, so it's still Christmas at my house. Maybe that's the cutoff. You can, it's until the tree comes down, it's still Christmas. And that's fair. That's, that's kind of always, a, for me, like, you know, outside of thinking what the general vote, for me, it's like, all right, you can say the first day back to work is the last day I want to hear anybody tell me Happy New Year. <laughs> but as far, and then the same thing with the Christmas lights. Uh, once New Year's Day is over, I better not see them on. You don't have to take them down, but I was driving to work yesterday. I'm like, are people still turning on their lights? What are you doing? I'm really glad I took mine down two days ago because they were on as of <laughs> Monday evening. You're that guy. The lazy one. Yes, that is me. The oh, lazy no, no, no. One. Lazy, I'm fine. As far as taking them down, fine. Just turning them on. Yeah, that's a long way to go day. to the side of the house to like <laughs> flip the switch to not. Oh, like, you're fancy with your timer. Yeah. Oh, yeah. see, I, I'm, I'm old school. I go. I gotta plug. It's right outside my front door, but I just go outside oh, and man. plug it in off the porch. So there's no timer. The on struggle mine. is real. Also, Matt Barr said you snitched on yourself. Your sister-in-law was watching this, thinking this bitch. <laughs> I was kind of hoping, but I also know she's not currently watching. I don't have any problem telling. I don't have any problem telling her that I thought that. Like, my, my wife immediately was like, no, we're not going to do that. But I mean, I'll tell her straight to face, like, yeah, I was trying to pawn this off. Because her birthday is right around Thanksgiving, too. So I was like, well, I mean, we can give it to her for her birthday. Early birthday gift. <laughs> or if we, I'm like, well, fine. We can give it to her now. But then be like, happy birthday. <laughs> Don't look for anything in November. <laughs> Yeah, I'm cheap. What can I say? Yeah, yeah, nothing wrong with that. All right, I talked about Ron Rivera and uh, going to Washington. Let's talk about these coaching hires that have happened over the last week. Uh, we've seen. <laughs> Mark McCarthy. Big fan of that pick, huh? You like, you like that signing? It's the best. <laughs> I Okay, so here's what I find fascinating about coaching hires. Whenever this happens, unless it's a a name out of nowhere where you're like, huh? Kind of like what uh, Giants fans are feeling right now. I feel like every fan base is just delusional enough to rationalize any hire that gets made. As long as it's a, a name that they recognize. Not somebody that, like Cincinnati last year when they hired Zach Taylor, everybody was like, what? Just because he's from McVay's coaching tree this is garbage but coaching hires have changed so dramatically since when we were growing up remember when we were growing up and probably like about through college 
coaching changes were literally just the same 30 guys yeah. switching in <laughs> and out of routine. the jobs. Like It was just whoever got fired was just going to a different job, and okay, maybe some coordinators might shuffle in and out or whatever, but it was just the same set of names. Now it's like, okay, who are we going to hire? Then all of a sudden all these wacky names start coming up, some that you've heard of, some that you haven't. And then you're like, well, which way do we go? Do we go like – the the in vogue thing is no longer to do the 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 retread hires. It's like, oh, you've had more than two NFL head coaching jobs. We're not interested. Right. Whereas before that was seen as, oh man, they've got, got the experience. experience. We yeah. got to get that guy. Now it's the up and coming. Shut up, Rex Ryan. Yeah, <laughs> it's the up and coming coordinator or the random hot college name. Like even more so than that used to be. It's really weird. I mean, the last time the Niners went through it when they settled on Shanahan, I was like. Okay, I mean, like, I respect he's, he's Redskins and oh, sorry, sorry. Wow, I know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Washington, Washington. My bad. Whew. I just got racist up in here. Man, in my bad. Got to hit that dump button, man. <laughs> <Damn. laughs> uh, you, you know, gotta, but he had to gotta warn me before you go hard R like that. Seriously, uh, and then but he had the stigma coming off the Atlanta Super right. Bowl with the you know them saying he. So there was those mixed feelings, and I kind of did that too, but I've always been one of those people with no matter who they hire i've never felt great about until like even when they got hardball people were like oh man jacked up and i was like let's see where this goes because i'm the college coaching thing i've never been a huge fan but even with shanahan it was like all right and that was coming off a string of we elevated coordinators we went and hired fatty and uh, like guys that i just was like not uh, you know happy about at all but even then it was just like all right well they're the head coach, so I guess I got to deal with this. And then it was a da- disaster, and it's like, okay, well, this went exactly how I thought it would. <laughs> you're, so, so you're when yelling, I told you, yeah, come on, so, Yorks. So, so when they hired Shanahan, it was one of those. Well, I mean, it's not the last couple guys, so I guess there's that. <laughs> but I wasn't like over the moon about it. It was like, well, let him do his thing, and we'll see what he does. So I don't, you know, coaching hires these days are just. They're just weird. But it's this very week, strange. This week was more weird because we had a combination of all of them. It, we hit on every single – we hit the retread with Rivera going to Washington. And, and McCarthy. We hit – oh, yeah, McCarthy yeah. going to Dallas. That's true. Uh, we hit the hot college coach, uh, the dude from Baylor going yeah. to Ooh, Carolina. I, which I, I didn't know. I, I didn't I, realize Rule was like – the hot name. I, I still thought Lincoln Riley was the hot name, and I was absolutely. like, "Absolutely, where where did he?" And I know, I mean, Baylor obviously has turned around dramatically since. Well, I haven't Riles. really paid attention to Baylor since everything kind of fell apart there, so I didn't really know what they were doing. So when the last forty eight hours when he got hired, everybody's like, "Oh yeah, he's been a hot name." I'm like, "Since when?" <laughs> it's only been, for me. It's only been Riley, and you know, there's been of course murmurs of Urban because. The people can't ever get off that train. Urban Meyer is the new John Gruden. He's going to yeah. be the name that that's, gets and, brought and, up and, every single time. So, so a decade from now, we can look forward to Urban Meyer yeah, coming back. Eventually, yep, eventually. And he'll get, uh, well, $100 million in today's money. So when yeah. he, <laughs> it'll be a ridiculous contract. Um, but, yeah, so Rule, Rule gets uh, the job in a crazy contract. The dude gets seven years with no NFL, I mean, I guess he may have had some NFL experience in the past. He was offensive line coordinator or something, a coach for the Giants at one point, I, somebody told me. <laughs> and I was like, okay, cool. But what has he done lately? Like, if you look at the last two games, Baylor shit the bed. 
He lost to Oklahoma in the, yeah. the Big 12 championship, and then he goes to the Sugar Bowl and gets embarrassed by Georgia. The score does not show exactly how that game That game was over at halftime. Baylor, right. the Big 12 in general, just completely shit the bed this bowl season. They were god-awful, and he's still this name that everybody wants. to. And did you hear what he did, too? This is another reason why the NCAA is such garbage and why it's such bullshit that these kids can't uh, go wherever they want and, and make money. He didn't tell his team he got the job until after it was announced, and then he texted him. It was like a group message to the team, like, "Hey, I'm out." To uh, you know what? And it, of course, you know it's it's just as bad. Um, just in the in terms of you know all these college coaches kind of leave in a a, a terrible way, but I, I still nothing. Nothing will ever beat the old Bobby Petrino leaving the NFL, going back to college <laughs> with the notes he left in the Falcons locker room. Like, uh, you know, that uh, nothing beats Bobby Petrino's brand of slime when it comes to leaving jobs. Like he That's a good point. He he set the standard and so while there's been some crappy ones since then, like I I'm always just like, that's eh, still not as bad as Bobby Petrino. That's like, true. I, I would still rather get the group text rather than walking into the locker room saying, Is that is that a note? Pasted in my locker? Did, what? He's so it was gone? A, it was a note in everybody's locker. That actually takes a lot of time. I respect that. No, it doesn't. Somebody somebody Xeroxed off <laughs> whatever he put. It was probably not even him. It's not like he went locker to locker <laughs> taping him up. He just had somebody copy it off. Yeah, it, it, it distributed hey, these in the lockers. Go. I'm out. <laughs> So yeah, that's where the slime comes in. I like that people in the chat right now are like talking about the coach hire that they couldn't rationalize that they like yes. Matt Barr saying he couldn't rationalize it with Chip Kelly, Tyson saying right. that's, Mark what I, that's what I meant by fatty. We yeah, about the yeah, I knew. Yeah, I, I knew you, you meant. Knew. Scott said the next Lions hire that excites me will be the first. Yeah, that's, and that's <laughs> he's got a point there. Some some of these hires you just never are amped up about, just depending on your your, your fandom. And the the team situation where it's just like, all right, we're just going to go get, you know, here comes comes another guy from Belichick's tree. (laughs) No, doesn't matter what they've done. It's just got the name. (coughs) Giants. Before we get into that, hang on. Scott also points out that Rule got hot because he went from 1-10 to 10-1 in two years. And here's what I say to that. Fair. That's fine. That's an amazing turnaround. Great job. But in the NCAA, that doesn't happen unless you're cheating. It just doesn't. You don't have turnarounds like that. So when I see a team go from one and ten to ten and one in two years, I'm like, that dude was paying kids under the table. That dude was breaking recruiting violations. There's strippers. There's all kinds of crazy shit going on when when recruits came to visit. It does not happen, especially at a program like Baylor when you you don't you're coming not off used of sanctions to, and whatnot. Right, too. Like, right. They're like, coming off of yeah. Drags, there is so. that doesn't that doesn't scream. This guy's an amazing coach. That screams. This dude cheated like a mug for two years. <laughs> uh, I mean, good for you. I don't. I, hey, get your money, yeah, you're man. Cheating, you're trying, right? That's and sports and he's days. smart. He struck when the iron's hot, and he's like, "You're gonna guarantee it for seven years." <laughs> no, my thing is, I still don't. Um, you know, I know I'm a casual college guy, but I, I still just when they hired him, I'm like, who? <laughs> I, you know, if you asked me who the coach of Baylor was before the hire, I'd have been like, I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. Art Browse left, and they've just been playing football. I have no idea who's in charge of that program anymore. So that was my thing, where it was just like, okay, Lincoln Riley and some of these other guys right. at these bigger programs, you know. But I don't know. And then you know, good for him or his agent, whoever it was that was like, yeah, I'll come. 
seven years. <laughs> I need seven years guaranteed that you're not going to dump me. Because, I mean, that also kind of speaks to – because this happened with Shanahan – Whereas unprecedented, he got six years. Yeah. But him, you know, coming in there with Lynch, they were like this package deal. And it was like the first time where the Yorks were finally like, all right, we're going to move out of the way. And it was like, good, because now we know they're going to give him time to like work this thing out. And here we are in year three and things are going well. And I feel like that's how they should do it. Like all organizations, if you're going to bring in a new guy, give him time to, you know, work his magic. Yeah. Don't Steve Wilkes him and bounce him after one year, you know, unless it's just dramatically bad but <clears throat> freddie kitchens <clears throat> yeah <laughs> then sometimes you gotta go that was the only thing i was upset about joe not being here tonight i really wanted to ask him like how he felt about everything it's i mean uh, browns fans i feel so terrible for him did you hear uh, i think somebody posted it i think there are actually a couple people that posted in the group uh somebody petitioned the ohio medical board to get being a Bengals and Browns fan yeah. as a designated condition for medical marijuana. to work this morning. <laughs> it was good stuff, man. I mean, it's never going to happen, but Matt brought, because now that group has to actually sit down and have a discussion about being Bengals and Browns fans and if it warrants, because you have to like submit documentation yeah. and proof as to like why this sure. deserves to have medical marijuana. They've got to actually bring it up in they one of the meetings. Discuss All right. <laughs> Next up for discussion. <laughs> no, I'm I'm here for that. You you'd be wearing a Hootay shirt next week if that was the case. I know that's what I was that's what I was thinking. I was like, what Browns Bengals? Let's do this. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes, I'm, I love them. Lifetime fan. What, what do you mean? Super Bowl baby Zach Taylor. He's got it. He got him on the right track. Ended with the W. So, uh, sir, are you high now? <laughs> yep. Yep. Wanting this to be legal though. Wanting it to be medical condition. Like, come on. Also, how long is it too early to start saying Merry Christmas? They're like, oh, my God, this dude is high. <laughs> well, because I, I also am like, hey, you know, like because Tabari mentioned on one of his posts, he said something about being that guy to go Christmas, Christmas shopping already. I think it might have just been his regular page where it's just like, well, only 360 days left till Christmas, guys. Uh, better hurry. And I'm like, that speaks to me because, you know. Uh, the, the question eternal. <laughs> All right, let's do this before we start. Uh, before we stop talking about coaches, you have Rule in Carolina, Ron Rivera in Washington, Judge Joe Brown in New York, uh, <laughs> Mike McCarthy in Dallas, and then question mark in Cleveland. That's the only one, right? That's the only vacancy that's still open, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. And they said they wanted to get a name by Saturday. They wanted to get somebody in place by Saturday, which likely rules out any coordinators still. So I know people think that, like, Josh McDaniels could be the guy. Uh, there's other names that have been tossed around. Uh, they're going to end up with a bum, I think. <laughs> I think Cleveland swings and misses on this one. It's Cleveland, so when don't they? Let's, let's be truthful here. But who, if you take Cleveland out of the equation, who had the worst hire this, this offseason? Giants. That's not even close. It's, it's got to be the Giants, When you're right? talking about, all right, I'm a casual college guy, but, I mean, I know what's going on, and I don't know. You know, I didn't know who the, the Baylor head coach was. Okay, fine. But the NFL or the New England wide receivers coach definitely had no idea who that guy was. And to go from a position coach to head coach is insane. What's wrong with that? In What's wrong with that? You heard me. What's wrong with that? In, Zach Taylor insane. is insane. Zach Taylor is clearly killing it. He set the blueprint. <laughs> yeah. Number one pick overall, baby. 
And now we're getting a quarterback in at for least a quarterback coach guru like Zach Taylor. Come on, de- Super Bowl next to year. To defend Zach Taylor, at least he could be like, well, look at Jared Goff. This was the worst year ever <laughs> to hire the wide receivers coach for the Patriots when the entire year it was like, wow, this might be the worst group of wide receivers this team has ever had. That's all you kept hearing. And it was like, well, then the reason they lost this first playoff game in embarrassing fashion to Tennessee was – Brady couldn't trust any of these wide receivers, and you know the the longest reception they had was for thirty yards, and then that guy got a job. <laughs> Less than a week later, what? <laughs> Didn't they? They were supposed to interview McDaniel's too, and they hired this dude before they interviewed McDaniel's. <laughs> and when you talk about like, all right, he's so dumb. Yeah, you talk about names getting hot or whatever. It's like. Not only have I ever heard of this dude, it wasn't even one of those, well, this is an up-and-comer, like, you know, in a few years he might be in that position, you know, because you hear about some of yeah, these yeah, coaches yeah. like that. It's like, once they like get Zach a Taylor. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Once you get a coordinator job, or, like, they're on the verge of getting a coordinator job, but they'll be, you know, they're on the track to be, never heard of this guy, one way or the other. And he gets he gets a job on the heels of a terrible <laughs> year for the wide receivers. and <laughs> Failing upwards. Gotta love it, baby. Yeah, well, you know, that's that's the joy of working with Belichick and the fact that nobody checks the record of Belichick's coaching tree. <laughs> Everybody's just like, you ever see Kirk Ferentz in Iowa? Nick Saban in Alabama? Belichick coaches are great. Uh, what about Charlie Weiss or Romeo Cornell? What or, about all the ones who coached in the NFL? Every other Every Belichick single coach. one that's coached in the NFL <laughs> has been horrendous. <laughs> well, Jury's still out on uh, Flores, but, you know, one year in and, you know, it's... How about, how about Mike Vrabel, though? Mike Vrabel bouncing his his old master. Which is fine, except for he never actually coached under mm, Belichick. That's a good point. So that's a good point. He's not part of that trick. Was he linebacker's coach? He oh, might have been. Yeah, he, he had to have been. Yeah. No, I feel like he got a start there. Yeah. He had to have been. Yeah. It wouldn't be. But he was in Houston for a little bit, too, as linebacker's yeah. coach. So maybe. I don't know. I can't remember. Whether or not he was there. They're going to tie him to Belichick. Like, that's, yeah, he's yeah, going to always be tied to uh, Whatever happens from now on, he'll get credit for that. <laughs> because the rest of the tree has been horrible, to be like, hey, but Mike Rabel. There's one guy. This guy. <laughs> Nick Saban, Mike Rabel. Come on now. <laughs> Trending upwards. Yeah. Uh, did you watch? How much of the wild card weekend did you watch? More than I anticipated. Dude, this was like the first time that I'm like, mm, I don't care. I'll check in every once in a while. When the Niners got the bye, I had straight up said, I'm not watching just about any football this weekend. I just don't care. Cause then I like, but then I ended up kind of tuning in. Now, I didn't watch anything. I never sat down and watched anything. I listened to a little bit on the radio with the Vikings. I, was, I turned the Vikings on just because it was so close at the end there. And I'm like, come on, Vikings. So I did tune into that. Um, briefly checked in on uh what was the f- the very first game oh the bills game that was the that was the one that i probably watched the most of i yeah. watched from I, I started watching it and then got sidetracked and then picked it back up at the start of the fourth that was the most i sat down for any of the games those poor bills man i, I felt bad for them. i really feel bad for the bills, bills man. man they just can't catch a break they also bought every folding table in the houston oh, area God. before that game <laughs> Ugh, Bills, man. <laughs> One of these, it, they got to break through eventually, um, uh, or not. That's, <laughs> uh, but it, I, I found it amazing that the two vets in the the two veteran quarterbacks, the ones that everybody always points to as the golden standard, are both out on wild card weekend. Breeze gets bounced. Are Saints fans cursed? Is that the most cursed franchise we've seen in recent history? Three straight years that your season ends 
on just a heartbreaking last play of the game. Uh, yeah, but they really showed out this this time, and I like the sympathy card. Uh, they're losing the sympathy for me because they're starting to they're acting really. You know, they were throwing things at the refs as they left the field. That's three and... years of of anger no, yeah, overflowing that, at that point. That's fine, but again, you know, people were pointing out it's like you know Drew Brees made mistakes, and you know it's not like oh yeah no it was and it, and they're all they're all home games too, so right. it's like well get your Get it together. Like, why do you keep losing home games? I mean, hope for, hope for a road game. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, but it, you know, no, like, I, I don't feel necessarily as bad for them. I, they, they won their Super Bowl in what, 2008? Whenever was Katrina was. That's it. Yeah. Was like it, right it, it that. was somewhere around there, whatever. So they got there. Like, I feel bad for, you know, Browns fans and Bills fans who just was like this constant suffering and loathing. And, you know, they have nothing really to hang their hat on. And then they finally get there. It's like, ah, nope, just kidding. So, yeah, I mean, but Saints fans, you know, I feel bad for them that it, it ended very heartbreaking three years in a row. But at the same time, three like, straight years, I would be cutting my wrists and never watching football again. <laughs> they have double digit wins, though, like every year for the last like 15. They so. were 13 and three and playing in wild card weekend and losing on the last play of the game. But what I found amazing was and I wish I had gone back and found the, the sound to clip it for this show. But when the story broke, uh, and we did it on the show of them changing the pass interference rule to where it was reviewed, <laughs> you said uh-huh. on this show, oh, man, it's going to be amazing when this screws the Saints in the playoffs. And it, and it did. <laughs> There's some conspiracy theories out there that the refs were, like, you know, mad all year about the fact that, that, that you know, the rule got instituted and that – you know, despite the fact that there probably was offensive pass interference, they're like, eh, we're not calling it. <laughs> is what it is. And that that was, you know, part of the reason why there was no call there was the fact that the refs were just like, nope, going to let them play. Oh, the review eh, didn't show enough. Sorry. And, you know, that the irony there. But again, Saints keep putting themselves in that position. Like, it's not, you know, the refs don't put you in a position where there's a last second play that can, right. can be right. that. Like, Saints keep putting themselves there, so, you know, take it out of the ref's hands. And drink up, Saints, because you deserve to get hammer drunk after these last three years. And if you do, uh, be sure to follow it up with some morning recovery from More Labs. All you got to do, uh, just go to morelabs.com, <laughs> use the code SPORTS, and get 20% off your entire order. If you're drinking, it is the way to go. Pop a bottle of morning recovery up to an hour after you're done drinking. They guarantee it. You're going to wake up feeling fine the next morning. Uh, go to morelabs.com. Use the code SPORTS and get 20% off your entire order. Can we talk about Mike McCarthy and Jerry Jones braiding each other's hair? <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't want this whole thing to slip by without getting, without touching on that. The, this is, you know how dudes always fantasize about girls having sleepovers in the pillow fights? I definitely imagine that Jerry Jones and Mike McCarthy were in their 90s hitting each other with pillows. I was like, oh, you're going to be my next head coach. Yeah, that's exactly what happened at their sleepover <laughs> yeah that's a horrible visual in my head <laughs> oh it's it's the worst visual but also the most hilarious <laughs> with everything that's gone on with dallas they settle on mike mccarthy and uh, then the the news of the sleepover the saturday before this deal's announced he went straight up jim harbaugh recruiting <sighs> style to get <laughs> so weird it's so weird 
But like I said, I always imagine the nineties braiding each other's hairs of up really late calling, you know, their, their crushes. <laughs> they prank phone call Jason yeah. Garrett. <laughs> hey, you up? Uh, click. Oh shit! That's amazing. Yeah. That would be amazing to just see him like pranking Garrett, giggling in the back. McCarthy's giggling in the background. They're both just yeah. gargling down Johnny Walker Blue. <laughs> hey, hold on. Shh, shh, shh. He's picking up. He's picking up. Hey, um, hey, um, hey, Jason. Hey, this is this is the Cleveland Browns. <clears throat> you, we thought you did great in Dallas, and we want you to come coach. For- <laughs> shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up! Shut up. He's buying it. He's buying it. <laughs> We heard that uh, Dallas uh, fired you because you're not good, but we think you're great. You should come to Cleveland tomorrow. I think he's going. I think he's going to go. <laughs> Even better. I think he just straight up, hey, it's it's me. It's Jerry. I was thinking about <laughs> bringing you back, and uh, I know you really want to come back. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I got my cue with Jakey. You're done. Click. Yeah. Good times, man. What a what a wild, weird way of everything happening so with weird. Dallas. It, I mean, it's I, straight Dallas. It made me really think about like what an interview for an NFL head coaching position is really like. Because it's got to be the weirdest thing ever. Yeah, I mean, you just stayed over the owner's house. I can't imagine going in for a job interview and being like, "Here's my resume. Uh, I just feel like I would be a, an asset to this company." And the person interviewing me is like, "Man, that's great. You want to come over?" <laughs> no um I'm, this resume I'm is good. fantastic so what time will you be over and are you gonna bring you know what are you bringing but like is this dude hitting on do i have to, do I have to D to get this job because i mean see you tonight bring your sleeping bag <laughs> huh what you're saying we're gonna have microwave s'mores don't worry i've got pajamas for you <laughs> XL? You an XL? Okay, cool. Gotcha. I got you. This looks like this will fit you. <laughs> my son's my son Steven wears the same size as you. <laughs> Who knew? You know what I now that now that we're getting into this and you've got me on this weird mental image, I feel like he was supposed to meet at the stadium and at the last minute Jerry called Mike and was like, Hey, the car's coming to my house. I just we're just gonna do this at my place. And Mike McCarthy's like, Oh, okay, yeah, that that's fine, whatever. You sent me the car. This wherever he drops me off, it's fine. And then he shows up and he rings the doorbell, and Jerry just answers the door wearing like a Hugh Hefner smoking jacket and nothing else oh, under leave. You know that's what he and, wears. When he's and McCarthy's like, "Oh, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you weren't ready." He's like, "No, you're just on time." <laughs> ushers him into the, the the parlor room. Oh God, that's exactly how I envision it too. Can we talk some of these XFL rules? Because I love them. It is weird in here, everybody. It is weird, but I love them. The chaos, baby. This is this is the this is the type of thing. This is us hoping for uh, the the most wild scenarios in between the end of the conference season and bowl season, where everything can go wild for everybody getting the playoffs. This is this is Alabama sneaking into the college football playoffs right here. This is, this is as wild as we want to see it. All right, so it. the XFL decided to capitalize on the fact that there's nothing, you know, really newsworthy over the holidays to to release their rules. There's been rumors of some of these rules throughout. Like sure. we had heard yeah. them talk about uh oh, maybe we'll do a running clock and I think that was them kind of floating it out there to see the right, public to see perception. the reaction and people were like, actually not bad right. over luck. All right, okay, cool. jot that one down. Jot that one down. <laughs> they basically did the April Fool's yeah, uh, yeah. test for, <laughs> for their business. So anyways, here are some of the rules that are announced. Uh, a lot of it has to do with special teams. 
But during punts, players can't leave the line of scrimmage until after the punter kicks the ball away. That's kind of crazy. Right. Uh, and you pointed out that means there won't be any blocks because you have, like, never. it'll never get blocked. <laughs> but they also have these weird rules, too, where if it goes out of bounds anywhere, it's either the 35-yard line that it gets spotted at mm-hmm. or closer, whatever is better for the receiving team. So that means there's no more coffin corner punts. Like, it's just... I'm going to have to punt this. Well, they straight up so said they're not a touchback punts with this. Like they want people to go for it on fourth down, and they don't want people to punt. So it's like <laughs> if you're forced into like doing strategic, you know, they they want to give the advantage to the other team for you know you punting. The the idea is that you just go for it, which I'm all for that. They basically want this to be Madden. They want yeah. They want you to be watching live Madden. Is which essentially I'm okay with. I mean, Except for the glitch where, you know, uh, you, you wrap up a guy and you're like, how did he break that tag? I don't want any of that. I don't want any of that. I don't want to see anything. I don't want there to be videos online of L- Lamar Jackson trucking dudes for a 60-yard gain because there's some type of glitch. You don't want to see a guy break his leg and then yeah. still run for right, a touchdown. Yeah. I, don't, I don't want, you know, the first three weeks for them to be like, oh, don't worry. We're going to patch this soon. Uh, it'll be fine. So I need him as like, Balls somehow as- get thrown out of a quarterback's ass. It, it's like, how did that happen? He yeah. Was- uh, yeah. That's otherwise, fair. I mean, you know, I I enjoy that. Uh, well, that. as much as they are trying to avoid, you know, the the kicking game on punts, they're also kind of doing it on uh, extra points as well because mm-hmm. they have a one, two, and three point extra point that you can go for either from the two yard line, uh, from the three yard line, or the ten yard line, depending on what you do. It the defense can score on any of them, so the defense could get three points if they pick off a pass from the ten and take it back. Nice. Uh, so it's. Really interesting. You could have a nine-point swing mm-hmm. uh, if you're really hurting. Uh, all right. We one have, foot down. Oh, the yes, the one-foot down rule. Which uh, I like. I like that, too. Yeah. And you know what's funny? I used to enjoy the, the two feet down more in the NFL. And then as time has gone on, you know, a lot of these things with, with the two feet, it's it's always so, oh, my God, did he get that second foot down? And then, oh, well, he barely dragged the the, right, the, the front leather of his right, toe. Right. And so, you know, it, it, it hit the blade of the grass. We're counting that. I'm like, we'll just do one foot at that point. And it, yeah. plus it negates so many like, oh my God, that was a miraculous catch, but I didn't get that second foot right. inbound. So I, I like this just because, you know, they also again, the miraculous catch angle. They quoted too that it's safer for receivers, which could just be BS, but they say if they're trying to get two feet in, they're more likely to fall like face first and have more likely to get head injuries and, and hurt themselves because they're not bracing for the impact like you I would. I feel like in an ideal an ideal world, you're you're trying to get two feet anyway. Like if I was right. a receiver or whatever, I would my goal would always be to have both feet in bounds. But on those catches where it's like just impossible to only have the one foot or, you know, get down both feet. Like it's fine, you know, for for this to be, you know, a rule or whatever. Like, yeah, I, I guess it, in the NFL, the only time that it really would be like a problem is those ones where it's in the back of the end zone, right? And there's right. so many touchdowns where you're like, oh, thank God, it wasn't a touchdown because they only, you know, dragged that one foot. Like, you know, the big gains on the sidelines and whatever. They, that is what it is, right? But you know, how many, how often does it? like come into play necessarily on the the back of the end zone type. I'd stuff. be interested if somebody went back and did the data on that to see how many like what the the swing would have been if you were allowed one foot in the NFL. Yeah. What it would change. Like how much it would. 
Yeah, but again, I, I feel like the in the NFL, you're you're training and you're you're practicing to get two feet right. in all the time anyway. Right. So it wouldn't be like as much as we probably think, where it's like, oh, well, this would have swung X amount of games. It's just yeah, and I don't know necessarily. Yeah, I don't know necessarily games that would have. Well, I guess there would be some, but well, there, I, there would definitely there would be, be some. But there'd be a lot of plays. I feel like where it's like, oh man, this would be dramatic change. In the sure, but then you have to extrapolate. Well. Well, on maybe on this like giant third and long, where it was a critical moment, and he only got one foot, and then they right. had to punt instead. But that would have extended the drive or given him a first down, or right. whatever. And how would that have affected the game? Like, there's a lot that would be have to be put into it and considered. Here's a rule I want the NFL to develop because we, like we said, the NFL is watching all of this. They, oh, they are totally figuring gonna, out. They're totally what gonna steal they whatever steal. works. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> The XFL will allow two forward passes on a play. I love this one. Provided that the first forward pass doesn't go across the line of scrimmage. That's fantastic. Yes. And they say they want to encourage trick plays without the worry of it being a fumble because you lateraled it or, you Mm -hmm. know, it's considered a backwards pass. So this way the quarterback can be in the shotgun, throw it to another quarterback lined up as a receiver, and it's a forward pass, and that dude can launch one down the field, and it's like, that's fine. But then if the dude drops it because he's a quarterback and he's terrible, <laughs> it's like, ah, you asshole, fine. It's an incomplete pass. You're a jerk. Sure. Thanks. Right. <laughs> no, I just, I mean, it, it opens it up to a whole lot of, like, wildness with, with that. I mean, there's not a ton of plays that you're going to see like that where it's like, oh, well, if they had two Ooh, plays. Bobby Stoops is going to have some. You I know, was going to say, I was like, you know but Big if you've Game got, Bong's got some. If you've got guys designing <laughs> plays based on that, that's where right. it becomes interesting. But, I, you know, it's, a, it's not like in the NFL or isn't. It's not like with the two feet thing where we could go back and look and be like, well, if they were allowed to right, throw right. two here, this would have changed everything. So, But it would just be interesting dynamic. That's going to be fun. Wrinkle. That's going to be the fun rule to, to keep an sure. eye on. Uh, also, did you see uh, Dallas, who, who's their quarterback? Landry Jones got hurt today I didn't practice I that. yeah he's out for like four to six weeks they were like hopefully he'll be back for week one but not likely Oof. it's like oh great the craft brood sports team the team that we decided <laughs> to back our franchise quarterback is hurt Bob is our, Stoops is, is gonna leave curse. yeah we this is all our fault and now Mike McCarthy is gonna be an amazing coach and the Cowboys are gonna win the Super Bowl before the Renegades win the XFL mm. championship what's, what's the over under on that I don't know. I would call up Vegas and let's get odds on Mike McCarthy winning a Super Bowl before the before Renegades Bob winning Stoops and the, Renegades. the championship. Yeah. Uh, the final rule that, that we were going to talk about is the shootout style overtime period. So basically each team gets five single play possessions from the five yard line. And then if it's tied after that, teams will rotate possessions until someone comes away. Some of our Saints fans are like, woo! Yeah, that's the one the NFL needs to steal right there, baby. After this week, they're like, all on board. And yeah, the NFL, has, you know, again, the, the overtime rules came into question because, you know, Saints scored the touchdown, mm-hmm. or Vikings scored the touchdown. And that and was it. That was it. And everybody, you know, there should be some type of rebuttal. You even had, you know, Pat McAfee come out on Dude, Monday. Pat McAfee's his- idea was baller I i'm on board it. with it well i just love that he went beer he went with the beer pong comparison right you get a rebuttal in beer pong gotta get a rebuttal in football <laughs> and like that's the most <laughs> rational thing we've ever heard that's the reason for it but did you see his like full expanded ideas yes. yeah so if you guys haven't seen it basically he says you play one 10 minute quarter mm-hmm. uh full football rules if you're still tied after that you go two point conversions uh, and then if you're still tied, it's a kickoff. And, like, the, the field goal kickers have a duel to see who can make it from, like, you're basically playing horse as <laughs> as uh, kickers now, to I see mean, who I'm wins. In. 
we've talked about it before how like some of these sports baseball would be so much better if instead of extra innings they just went to a home run derby to yes. decide a game like that kind of stuff would right. be amazing uh, so I, I, and, I mean if you're trying to drum up interest too I, I see the I know, and the funny part imagine is imagine if NFL, you get that imagine if you get that alert on your phone that's like we're going to overtime in in New Orleans it's like oh in, shit. right I was like, it's about to get weird and this was for the playoffs <laughs> but you know the NFL's reasoning of course <laughs> classically falls back on we're worried about player safety yeah, they, they, yeah they they play that card on the reason why they you know have been reluctant to do anything with overtime other than the little bit of tweak that they did you know with the scoring the touchdown right recently um but it's just that's one of those bs you know basically because yeah, yeah. Jadavian Clowney can you know cheap shot uh Carson Wentz and they're they're cool with that so <laughs> whatever <laughs> it's it's selective placement when it comes to player safety <laughs> yeah. so yeah, whatever uh all right let's talk real quick uh degenerate dartboard of doom uh because you guys had a, a pretty rough week uh when we actually did this uh, the last time we were on air i did not have a rough week to be fair this is the type of uh, loss that i like to take <laughs> Niners won the game. Oh, and I got a throw. Fine. Yeah, you had the Niners minus six and a half over the Rams. They only no, won Seahawks. by. Uh, it was the Seahawks. Yeah. This was I, like I thought. No, this was two weeks. It wasn't the last oh. week of the season. It was the week before. Huh. Yeah, we've been out for a while, man. It's been a for long some, break. No, I know that's funny, but for some reason, I had it in my mind that it was the Seahawks game. <laughs> nope, oh, well. it was the Rams, uh, and, and they won thirty-four, thirty-one. So you got your team won, but you lost. Uh, it's a valiant, valiant way to have to throw at the board. <laughs> I had the Ravens minus 10 over the Browns, and that's when we weren't sure if Lamar Jackson was going to play and what was going to happen there. And uh, the Ravens ended up winning 31-15. <laughs> so I covered handily on that one, felt pretty good about that one. Uh, and then uh, – Joe, how would you feel about that one? <laughs> no? Okay, cool. Good talk. <laughs> Uh, and then on top of that, Joe had Oklahoma plus 14 against LSU, which we thought was bananas yeah. to get 14 points, and Oklahoma got destroyed. Oh, God, it was so ugly. Dude, they were down, uh, what was that, where they had scored? They only scored 14 in the first half. Yeah, uh, Joe Burrow accounted for eight touchdowns in that game. And he threw for six of them before halftime. Yeah, he, he had, I think he threw for six, didn't he run for his touchdown before halftime too? So he had seven <laughs> touchdowns in the first half. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, not a good, not a good stretch for Joe there. That, but that's a rough one to lose because I mean, anytime you're like, I'm getting 14 points 14 I feel, in a playoff game. Right, yeah, I feel yeah. pretty good about this, even you know, even if that is you know, like okay, that, like that's a wild spread, and you're two power five teams. Like, come on, what are the chances? Kaboom! Like that was just completely blown away real. on that one. Uh, since Joe is not here, we won't be throwing tonight. So tune in next week for Scott and Joe to throw for the final time this season at the dartboard. This yeah. was it. That was it. That was our last pick. Uh, and you guys will have one more punishment. I got to go back through and like figure out what the punishments are. I, kinda, I lost track of what I've done and what I had. Like, I was all caught up and I think I added on two more that I hadn't touched. So. There's so many punishments that we have to catch up on. Like I, I bet somebody, but somebody who listens though knows exactly what I got to do because people <laughs> love making sure that I get my punishments in. So I'm I sure know, somebody has a chat. Oh, Scott's got to do blah, blah, blah. I know Joe and I have to do shoeies. 
uh, I, and I know didn't that I have to do. I, I remember having to do the Canadian tuxedo. I, you got to do Canadian tuxedo. Uh, you also. Oh, I have to live tweet uh, Geely. I have to do that. I have the. I got the uh, the rot gut. So I got to do. Yeah, I do rot crappy gut. liquor store or <laughs> gas station gas station liquor. booze on the show. Ugh. That's gonna be a rough one during that Kamchatka. Oh God. <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah, but that's it. I, I can't remember what else. I know there, I, there's one. We more get to I have, we get to hit ping pong balls at Joe at some point. That was another one that I get slapped again. <laughs> oh, you do get slapped. Oh, I forgot about slap bet. Yes, stop sounding so excited about that, jerk. <laughs> I get to hit Joe with ping pong balls, and we get to slap you. Cool. This is fantastic. <laughs> And you get to just hang out. Awesome. <laughs> no, I've got punishments too. You've still got punishment from a season ago where you've got to do the swims or the Instagram model thing. I've been going to the gym, man. I'm trying to <laughs> tone it up. I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get fit. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. want people to see like jiggly titties. I want them to feel like, oh, Mike's actually kind of cut. So, you know, give me like another like eight. Ten months, I'll get that out. Oh, <laughs> sure. You also still have to do I the, still have the ice, ice bath. bath. <laughs> Good times. Oh, man, awful. We are terrible. We'll tune in next week for uh, Scott and Joe to throw at the board for the last time this season. We'll retire the dartboard of doom until next year. Mercifully thank God we, for you. Say, thank God we don't do it for baseball games. <laughs> Could you imagine? Oh, that'd be bad. I've got to throw out the dartboard six times this week. <laughs> Rough week for me. Let's do this. We should every once no, in a while just pop no, out. No, football season is enough. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to bring the dartboard into play. Let's do English that. Premier League. Nope, <laughs> nope, 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 uh, speaking of baseball, Good. the Red Sox. Now they're in trouble for cheating. They got popped for using <laughs> re- their replay room in their 2018 World Series run. So they were cheating. I am so pissed that the Reds cannot even cheat. To get a World Series win, I wouldn't even care at this point. Like, I cool, cheat, give me the ring. I don't care. I want the team to win. Instead, they can't figure out how to do it. Meanwhile, the Astros are banging on trash cans in the back of the 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 dugout, and like the the Red Sox have their replay room in on it. And well, if I'm the Red Sox, I'm like <laughs> Houston, if you're gonna get busted, at least win the title, <laughs> you morons. Because that's how I felt. I'm like. When I, when I heard yesterday about the Red Sox, my first thought was, well, they won the World Series, so, uh, you know, at least it it went all the way with it. Like, Houston doesn't have anything to show for it, but whew, baseball, man, all the problems. I, I, Rob Manfred already has, like, all sorts of stuff on his plate to deal with, and now he's got this, like, in the... It's already like trying to sort through all the Houston stuff because that right. dropped as soon as the season was over. Like that came to fruition, and we still haven't heard what the punishment's going to be or what you know what their findings are for that. And in the midst of whatever they're discussing with that, they're like, "Oh, hey, by the way, the Red Sox who won the title also did this." And again, just imagine him just throwing up papers like, "Are you kidding me? Like, come on, man!" We haven't even figured out how we're going to push these idiots. And you're telling me one of the premier franchises in the sport who won the title the year before also did it? Give me a break. Like, F, man. He's like, why couldn't it just be the Marlins? Like, nobody would care if the Marlins had cheated. Like, it's just a team without consequences. Like, oh, yeah, the Colorado Rockies have been cheating. They're like, oh, nobody cares. The Padres were cheating. Oh, and it was Seattle. They got busted. It's like, oh, man, uh, two teams that made it all the way to the title game and one that won. There's so much to sift through. And, and again, if you're the Dodgers, you're like, 
What the hell, man? <laughs> we, we lost back-to-back World Series, and the team that was probably cheating the first time beat us, and the team that was definitely cheating the second time beat us. What the hell? <laughs> also, don't feel that bad for Dodgers. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, like, I'm fine I'm with like, that. I'm like, mm, that sucks. <laughs> you should have cheated better. You should. <laughs> yeah, you, you better get better at it, Dodgers. That, that giant payroll ain't going to help you win it all if you ain't cheating. Uh, also, uh, apparently that's a they just keep it in Boston. I'm waiting for the Celtics to, yes. to get busted for cheating. Yeah, that's a good point. Title Town Dynasty. Yeah. Said, by the way, have you noticed? All I'm right. putting an asterisk next to all of them. <laughs> this only happened for Boston the one year, but every one that they've won <laughs> since we were kids, every championship that Boston has now has an asterisk next to it. Don't care. Mm, all of them. I'll give Royal his ring. That's fine. Oh, no, I mean, can have everybody his. who's got the rings is fine. I'm just saying next to the championship of the team's like, yeah, well, it was tainted. Doesn't matter. Uh, or, oh, you got your ring. That's cool. But everybody, everything's tainted for, just for Boston. <laughs> I, I really like I feel like we need to we need to figure out something. He doesn't have to come in studio, but I want to get Bronson on the phone and be like, hey, man. Nah, I was driving to work the other day and thinking it's been a while. We need to get him back on the show. Yeah. I'm, I mean, and he would. But worst sure. case scenario, let's call him and be like, all right, man, seriously. Were you guys cheating? If it could be anything like the voicemail he left us to congratulate us for the <laughs> The anniversary. When he dropped the Predator line, where it was like, whoa, bro, you went with that line from Predator. Okay, okay. Yeah, if it could be anything like that, then yeah, we definitely get him on the phone. And Jesse the Body Ventura on us from Predator. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's 2020 now, man. You can't. Yeah, for for those of you who don't know, go back and listen to that show, our anniversary three-year three anniversary year. show. Bronson Royo sent us a voicemail. Premier and- voicemail, one that we were like, okay. Do we play this on show? Because this could, it could really make the show blow up. They could get a lot of ears on it. Oh, no. It, it was going to blow up one way or the other, good or bad. Mm-hmm. We weren't sure. We would have never had Bronson on the show. Luckily, nobody listened, so it's fine. That's <laughs> so true. That's also what went through Bronson's mind. He's like, ah, nobody cares. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> These two mooks, half of them. They're not worried about a little F word. They're fine. And not that F word. I was going to say, only it wasn't that F word. (laughs) Only he didn't say fudge. (laughs) (laughs) I had kind of forgotten about that. Good times. Well, I don't. Every once in a while, that pops into my head. Every time I'm like scrolling through the TV and I see like the Predators on, I'm like, oh man, I remember when Bronson called. (laughs) (laughs) And that happened. Good times. Uh, uh, <laughs> it sure did. Uh, all right. We haven't talked Mandalorian yet, man. We It's been a while since the last time we were on air, uh, Mandalorian well, the, has ended. The last time we were on, I had, I had seen, did we talk Rise of Skywalker? Was that was, it, was that right after? I think that was right after. Remember. Yeah, because I was going to say. No, the, you, we, we had, had, we had one show. We did. Yeah, we did. The last show we did, you asked me about it. But yeah, no, the Mandalorian ended up being uh, a lot, a heck of a lot better. Overall, I mean, just the consensus is um, really, really good first season. Solid. I have a question. Uh, if this continues on this path, are we going to see, like, teenage Yoda? Like, emo, teenage, oh, angsty Yoda? Like, is he going to be, like, Yoda's going to have, like, the hair flip that he, that the, the kids, I like, the beaver hair? Black. Yeah. <laughs> little black tunic bag or whatever it is that he wears <laughs> you know just putting eyeliner on listening to a lot of dashboard confessional just like really upset that his girlfriend broke up with him he's writing poetry i'm here for it 
Like, and I, it's just a spinoff show. Like, so we got the Mandalorian and everything, but then there's this, like, you know, the timeline of Baby Yoda. Teenage like, yeah. Yoda. Yeah. Oh, I'm, for, I'm here for that. It's just every episode, he's like, leave me alone. He slams the door to his room, but he does it with, like, the force so that he doesn't You're have You're not any- even my real dad. <laughs> good, good. I, I, would, I would watch it. Disney Plus, let's make this happen. Contact us. Speaking of Disney Plus, uh, uh, the McGregor fight is, like, next week, right? What's I think it has to do with Disney Plus because the Disney owns ESPN and ESPN Plus has the bundle with Disney Plus. That's how I made that you, you mental pull connection. On that stretch, it was a big stretch. <laughs> okay, but I'm curious. Do you know, like, is that just on ESPN Plus that McGregor fight, or do I have to pay pay per view money? Because I will totally buy ESPN Plus. It's five dollars for the month. I will buy it, watch that that fight, and then cancel ESPN Plus. Yeah, I was just gonna say whatever you think is most convenient, like that. Isn't how it goes. Okay, so it's so I have to gonna pay like, like pay per view yeah. money. Oh, uh, yeah, whatever yeah. was whatever is the most expensive route. That's the way it works. Robert Taylor, hit us up and tell me how that's going to work because I uh, I really. Uh oh. Uh, yeah. Uh, Scott says that his anniversary call never made the air. What? I think Scott's call came in late. I'm pretty sure I did remember we, his. Did we release it though? It was just like a standalone thing or? Because there was, I know. Oh, there was, you know there was what? We were supposed to, and somebody dropped the ball on it. It was me. Oh, okay, cool. I was like, "Oh my god, did I? Do, what did I do?" Nah. It was okay, me. cool. It was me. It's always me. I'm sorry, Scott. I apologize, Jim. Given <laughs> what happened? He, he dropped a dashboard confessional line as Yoda. <laughs> Nice. Said infidelity screaming they are. <laughs> Excellent. That's good stuff. Dude, I saw a video of that dude recently. He looks weird, man. Like I remember that MTV unplugged, because that was like our senior it's year been, of high school. I was say, that's been forever ago. It was all the rage at Cardinal Mooney High School was everybody was into that, which I hated because all you heard was the audience singing. I'm like, I didn't pay to hear these teenage girls sing all these songs I, I bought the album whatever screw you man i bought the jay-z anyway. one <laughs> but that didn't have a bunch of teenage girls doing right. that uh but instead it's you don't hear him as a matter of fact most of the time he doesn't even sing he just lets the crowd sing i'm like this is uh, such why, a waste that's of an why album. i hate live recordings it's I'm terrible. Never, I'm never a live recording guy because it's always there's always some weird about it, and it's just like I don't want to hear the fans. Yeah, well, I'm singing in my car. I don't want to hear these idiots. Something popped up on YouTube, and I don't know what rabbit hole I got down to to get a dashboard confessional uh, recommended video, but it popped up, and I was like, "Who is this dude doing this cover? He sounds a lot like the guy from Dashboard Confessional." <laughs> And then I was like, oh, wait, it is. Oh, it's him. Oh, this is weird. Like, he somehow got more emo in 2019 than he was in 23 or 2003, which is crazy. Uh, Just to back up for a second, while Scott's trying to call us out for not playing his anniversary call, he also ended up being the big winner, question mark, of uh, taking the ACT in the old fantasy football league that I'm in. (laughs) So, uh, Scott can call us out, but uh, enjoy the ACT, Scott. (laughs) Scott, I want to know what your score was. I beat Scott in the first round of the playoffs. Well, I guess it was the second round, because I... My team was the second worst, so I actually had a bye past the first round to the second round. 
Like oh, so that, you guys have like bottom feeder playoffs. You don't just yes. have the two worst teams. Yeah, and so play. and so because I was one of the two worst teams, you know, the it meant that I automatically had a, a bonus to the next round. Like I didn't get to nice. play out of the first one. So then I matched up with Scott in the first round, and it was one of those had one of my best weeks, and I felt bad because I like Scott, and he's not one of the people that I'm worried about like taking the ACT. But sure enough, then it led to him taking the ACT because he lost the the. the next week and yeah the finals, so sorry scott sorry uh, whoops. <laughs> all right let's, it's getting late let's talk about this beer here uh this is if i can find the music here uh this is last call brought to you by tavor use the code 258023 and you will get ten dollars off your second order it's easy download the app 258023 on the payments and credit screen stock that beer fridge with amazing beers from Tavor. They have crazy stuff. It has been so hard not to order beers lately because I knew we had this huge shipment coming today. We just got a gigantic shipment. And and we have another one that is like shipping out. It just shipped out, so it'll be here in like a week. So I I was like, hold off. Relax. Relax. (laughs) Uh, But it's really tough to do. And if you want to stock up your fridge, 258023 on the payments and credit screen, you'll get $10 off your second order. This week, we were drinking Montfort from Mumford Heights, not not Mumford Heights, Mumford Brewing. Mumford and Sons Brewing? That was the first thing I thought when I saw this. <laughs> like, they just left out the Sons? It's just Mumford Brewing? Those jerks. Sleep little lion, man. Uh, <laughs> all of the musical references this episode. <laughs> uh, all right, this was a 9.0% uh, ABV, New England-style double IPA. Scott, what are your final thoughts on this brew? This is this is good, man. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know really know you know what it, we, we started off and went down the rabbit hole and got the group talking about the old grandmother's hard candy and everything. That flavor, it's still there. Like every drink, I can taste that right off the top. It didn't, and then it's like yeah. notes. And you know, I, I don't know what a passion fruit looks like, but sure, that's there. I guess have too. we had, have we had that conversation before? I what think we have. Yeah, passion We've fruit. Talked about I think that. Big we really Merg. I think Merg like. dropped in with a with what a passion fruit. No, Joe pulled it up. I remember now. Uh, it's one of those gnarly looking fruits. That's yeah, like pink on the outside and green on the inside. Or it's one of those ones that is so exotic that you, you never actually see it. It's not like you go to that's the what st- teenage Yoda's dreaming about in his room right there. <laughs> pink on the outside, green on the inside. It's what they. It's what Jera and, and Mike shared. Like, and now to to culminate this contract, we will share the passion fruit. <laughs> and that's how they sealed the deal. Mike McCarthy's like, this is fucking weird, man. But whatever, passion how much, fruit. How much you paying me? Cool, bro. Owners of my last team were locals. <laughs> I don't know what's going on here. They celebrated my last contract with a bunch of schlitz. This is weird. <laughs> By the way, real quick, conspiracy theory that I saw floating around and heard more than one place is that <laughs> he hired Mike McCarthy as a placeholder until he can justify hiring Jason Witten. <laughs> How funny would that be if if you found that out later? If he hires Jason Witten after Mike McCarthy, oh my god. That'd be amazing. I, if be. you would have said Urban Meyer, it'd be like, okay, that makes sense. But, sure. No, but, but they were Jason like, like, he couldn't sell to the fans and everybody that Jason Witten, you know, having just played again after coming out of the booth after retirement and be, would have no coaching experience at all, couldn't justify doing that. But the, the, he's going to retire again, get a spot on the staff, and then have a couple years and then they can be like, oh, okay, Jason Witten's our new head coach. But that's like the 
underlying thing. Like, unless somehow Mike McCarthy actually turns out good, which won't happen. But after he sucks for a couple years, they're going to be like, oh, hey, you got Jason Witten. He's a new head coach. And that's what he wanted to do all along. I I can't do anything but hope to God that that's all true. This beer is really good. I really <laughs> like this beer. Yeah, passion fruit, baby. Also, shout out to Mike. Uh, Mike Ravellis tweeted at us saying that we had him dying today, Teenage Yoda, and then he had the crying, laughing emojis. So thanks for, nice, for listening nice. in, Mike. Appreciate it. Uh, Montfort from Mumford & Sons Brewing <laughs> in Los Angeles, California. <laughs> we, we also talked about how there's not very many uh, breweries in L.A., and then we're just going to mess up the one. We're just going to call it whatever we want to call it for the brewers. Like, Mumford Brewing. Nah, you're Mumford & Sons Mumford Brewing and Sons. In, in L.A. <laughs> Deal with it. <laughs> it's got a bunch of banjos hanging around in that brewery. <laughs> it is just all guys wearing pants that are way too tight for them and overalls. <laughs> this is oh, how we brew beer here God, at Mumford & Sons Brewing. <laughs> it's LA Brewing, baby. We got to stand out. <laughs> We're the only ones in town. <laughs> this has been Last Call, brought to you by Tavor. Again, use that code 25802. This has been a throwback this has been a, a real throwback. this is one of those episodes we could have just kept going for like three hours like we used to and then look we up left like, a lot of stuff on the cutting room floor we did here, that's man. what i'm saying i'm like we we had so much stuff to get wwe to we is bringing back their ice cream bars cool that's awesome I, only if it's the same 80s wrestlers if oh, it's sure. like the new wrestlers i don't want it but if it's like Ultimate it's, Warrior and Hulk like Hogan a, again? Sounds like I feel about the video games. Every time they're like, ah, new WWE is really something. Like, I don't care. Do they have the old wrestlers or is it just the new, just the new ones? Yeah, I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> also, apparently Drake tweeted out a picture of him uh, wishing Lamar Jackson luck this, this week. And uh, he was wearing like a trust shirt, which is like some Ravens thing. Yeah. And uh, everybody's now talking about that Drake jinxed the Ravens. Uh, I can and- only hope that's true because the Niners have... Nice. <laughs> the Niners have Super Bowl aspirations, and I don't want to see the Ravens in the AFC, so there's that. I don't know how you beat the, the Ravens. If I don't know how anybody... The only way you beat the Ravens is if Lamar Jackson gets hurt. That's the only way to do or- it. Or... Drake wears a Ravens t-shirt. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> so, well, what's going to happen is now he's going to get hurt. Sure. Who do the Ravens have? Who are they playing? They're playing Tennessee, I believe, because Tennessee was Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, that's yeah, right, because they Tennessee. asked Mike Vrabel how he was going to game plan. He's like, tie his shoes together? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good one, Vrabel. Gotcha. He, he, got that, he you, got that sense of humor from Bill. You douche nozzle. <laughs> Jesus. Ohio State wasn't enough. He had to be a Patriot, too. He did coach there. I know he was at Ohio State for a minute. Oh, was he? Yeah. Mm. I don't. I don't know who he was under when he was there, but he was at Ohio State for a minute. Coaching. Well, it, it was either Trestle or Meyer and screw them both. <laughs> no doubt. <laughs> <laughs> or it could have been that one year when. Uh, oh, when Fickle was there. Yeah, yeah, yeah this single year. <laughs> Oh, this, this is, is fun. This man. is a damn fun show. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. Thank you for sharing out the show. We really appreciate it. Thank you to everybody on 12 Ounce Sports that was uh, listening in, helping us out. Here's the shares this week Tank shared it out, Blake shared it out, Tyson. Uh, good times and receding hairlines, you dick. Uh, what an <laughs> ass. Chris America helping us out. Robert Taylor, of course, with the multiple shares. As always, 
Drew. Big shout out to Drew for the share. Thank you guys so much. Uh, we really appreciate sh- it. Shout out to Matt Barr who shared it out on Twitter. Oh, big ups, Matt Barr. Go yeah. check out Fourth and Gold podcast. Uh, and uh, thank you all for tuning in for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, be sure to follow the show in between shows at Craft B Sports. You can follow Scott at Scotty K underscore Junior. Follow me at Mike Burlon. Follow Joe at Joe Goalie Four. Wish him uh, uh, get well soon because I can't handle it back here. <laughs> Hit up the drunk line four four zero thirty seven drunk. Thank you guys. Cheers, everybody. Two man tripod. Redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino style games to choose from, you too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a world. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary, void, or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. With the new Chevy Silverado, you might be driving in this. But with the Silverado's redesigned interior and large infotainment screens, it'll feel more like this. Introducing the new 2022 Chevy Silverado. Find new upgrades. Find new roads. Chevrolet.